Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Round Two podcast. My name is Nikki, and I am your host. And I am super excited to be recording this week because I am sitting for the first time face to face <laughs> with my friend Kelly. Um, we got introduced via Instagram from a mutual friend that we both do know in real life, but this is the first time we're meeting in real life. So it is very fun for (laughs) both of us. And, um, I want to give her a moment to introduce herself. Thanks for having me, Nikki. I'm so glad to meet you. Finally, (laughs) after many conversations we've had, um, my name is Kelly and, um, I am a stay at home mom to two girls, 14 and eight. Um, I am a nurse, um, not a work, I don't currently work as a nurse, but, um, I worked for Kaiser for 22 years as a medical assistant. And, um, now after 22 years, um, I'm now staying home with my two kids, taking care of them, sports, just doing all the mom stuff. That's so. awesome. And it's I've been be married. Nice change. Yes, it is nice change. Um, but it, you know, it's. I've been married for 18 years to my husband and, you know, just living, living a good life so far. (laughs) That's great. So your path in your medical career was changed, not necessarily because you wanted it to. Correct. I mean, ultimately it was your choice, Correct. but it wasn't a choice you would have made at this stage in your life. No. So why don't you share a little bit about that and kind of what happened and what made you choose what you did? Okay. Um, Well, I'll back up. Uh, I've been a medical assistant for 22 years with Kaiser. Um, Worked in the same department. I was in adult medicine um, the entire time. Um, And it was about 10 years into me working at Kaiser where I decided I wanted to go back to school. I wanted to do something that was more challenging. Um, And so I went back to school, still continued to stay as a medical assistant, but um, I went to school for nursing. Um, Did two years in nursing school. Um, The hardest thing I ever did (laughs) was nursing school. Um, But I loved it. I loved, you know, it was was nerve-wracking and it was hard and it was, like I said, it was challenging and all the things, all the emotions... No time. We could, you know, I didn't feel like I had a life or anything. So were you still working while in school yeah. and raising kids? Yes. Very yes. At the time, I only had, you know, my daughter, my oldest daughter. She was probably like three or four at the time. But, um, yeah. Well, still, so that's was, a busy stage. It is. It is. It is. It is. Especially when you just, you feel kind of guilty for not being there for like all, you know, just my mom had to take over and help me out. And, you know, it was a big, it was a big change in my life. But I loved nursing Um, I loved nursing school. I loved how you could learn like the, the human, it just like, it was almost like it was a little bit of a puzzle. It was like Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what's wrong with somebody and helping them and Mm -hmm. seeing them get better. Like it was always something I loved. Um, and then I worked at, um, a hospital. I did not end up, I was, Kaiser did not um, hire me as a nurse. But I had to go elsewhere to work, to get my foot in the door and to gain experience before Kaiser would hire me. Um, So I went and I worked um, 
at a hospital. I worked on the telemetry floor for about a year. What's telemetry? It's, it's, it's basically like anybody who comes in who needs to have a heart monitor. Oh, okay. So it's not just monitoring them. It's like you going to a hospital and being put on a, um, a med surge basic, basic care floor. Okay. But these people are switched to a telemetry floor if they're for some reason they have a heart condition that needs to be monitored along with taking care of them. Okay. So, um, so I did that for about a year and I would say probably about half that six months into it, I started to have a lot of anxiety about it. And it wasn't so much the actual, like, I wasn't like, I didn't have anxiety over like taking care of my patients. It was like actually like getting to the hospital. It was like, I went through a huge drastic change in my life. Um, I cried every single day. I didn't want to go to work. Um, I didn't like the environment I was in. I didn't like the floor that I was in. I didn't like bedside nursing. It was as much as I loved the connection and like helping people. I didn't like what bedside nursing was and I had a huge issue with it. And I mean, I, I was very depressed, very, it was probably the deepest and darkest time in my life. Oh my gosh. So I was actually going to work with a lot of these like demons where I felt just, I like, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be there at all. Um, and that played for about six months and it was to the point where, you know, I was literally every day trying to get my, to get out of that situation. Like okay. I, I would be like, you know, if I just got in an accident and didn't hurt myself, like, oh my gosh. but I could, if I like could break my leg, then I wouldn't have to go to work. It, it oh, was wow. those types of things That's that like I would lot. go, I would actually pull into the hospital and like throw up before I would go onto the floor. Oh like I gosh. had like severe anxiety about getting yeah. there and it affected me big time headaches, crying all the time. And you know, I had a daughter at the time. Like sure. I was just, it was, it was a really big struggle and I still like, it's still like a little PTSD about it. But, um, I ended up quitting. Uh-huh. I ended up quitting. And my goal was I was going to find a different area in nursing uh-huh. that didn't affect me so much. Yeah. Like something that allowed me, you know, that I was happy at. And I wanted to go to work. And mm-hmm. I didn't have these feelings. And then um, as I was trying to navigate that path, um, I got pregnant with my second child. And um, I just, from that point on, I just decided, you know what, I was going to take a break. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to... Um, just stay home with my kids. I was pregnant. I didn't want to do nursing while I was pregnant. This that stress of the PTSD. I just it like bothered me. So then, um, after that, I still. But let me just say, I did still work for Kaiser as a medical assistant. I worked very little. I worked weekends. Okay. Every other weekend. So it never really. It was just kind of like. I kept Kaiser because I wanted to keep my foot in the door. Yeah. I wanted to keep my foot in the door in case, you know, for any reason. I mean, I'd been there for so long. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, that's great that you were, you could, you could do yeah, that with exactly. that level of flexibility. Exactly. Exactly. It was, it was, it was a perfect scenario and it worked out great. Um, and so then, yeah, so I just continued to stay working, um, as a medical assistant just because it was, I was working so little and it worked for my family and it was still allowed me to have something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, and then yeah, COVID hit. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so you stayed working just mm-hmm. that minimally? Just that minimal. Five. I worked that the whole up? time and I wow. just stayed home and, and uh-huh. raised kids basically oh, for that time. I never actually went back um, to nursing. Um, I, you know, sometimes I want to and other days I don't, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, I've been out for a long time. Yeah. So, so then COVID hit and then, um, you know, with all of the mandates and stuff, I chose not to, um, get the vaccine mm-hmm. and ultimately I was fired January 10th of this year. Wow. Yeah. And that was, you know, I, I take ownership in that. That was my choice. Yeah. You know, and it, it should totally, be. Yeah. Yeah. It was my choice and I don't, I don't regret it and I don't look back and wish I would have done things differently at the time. That was just, I was headstrong about it and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, so it, that was pretty tough being yeah, let go definitely. after 22 years, you know, yeah, with all of your like friendships and oh, yeah. friendships and just, and just my tenure and be part of your, yeah. your life and your identity and who yeah. you are. Yeah. I mean, 22 years for, I mean, that was my first medical assisting job my first anything in the medical field yeah. in the same department you know but I will let me go back really quick I will say though that a lot of a lot of the um it when you when you have worked as a medical assistant for 25 years or I'm sorry for 22 years you know you you were working with a lot of these same doctors yeah who actually saw you go through nursing school Mm -hmm. and it didn't make sense to a lot of people why I was still there as a medical assistant when I had become a nurse were you open with what had gone on and how it had the anxiety had taken over or Um, I did you only talked about later on I did talk about it it gave me anxiety even talking about it because Uh I felt shameful I felt like a like a like I failed oh you know it was like that that feeling of like you know other nurses do this like why me Mm -hmm. why did this happen to me why did I have those feelings and I think it took about five years um of feeling shameful, of feeling like I wanted to hide when I was around certain people or like when they'd be like, you know, oh, I thought, you know, after a time, you know, you'd see certain people that you hadn't seen in a while and they're mm-hmm. like, wait, I thought you were a nurse. Like, what do you do? Why are you here? You know? And it, yeah. just having to explain to them sure, sure. is like, it's like, you know, a lot of people understand, mm-hmm. totally understand mm-hmm. where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And then there's lots who like probably support me and understand but they didn't really understand they're mm-hmm. like mm, that's like seems like a waste you know and so well, but it, I mean how would you know exactly unless you tried it unless you did right. it and I mean I think it would be hard to find anybody who's done any or who's gone through every choice in their life right and been like yep this is it I right. think we all go through things where we're like oh my gosh I want to do this and then you start doing it, you're like wow this is not what I thought it was gonna right. be <laughs> right exactly and you know I think that I still have that that nature of like wanting to help people yeah you know and like wanting to teach people and like help in that way and so um that was part of my journey I think to a lot of awakening that's happened in my life and so um I uh, eventually, well, I eventually started to feel a lot more comfortable with my decision. And a lot of people started to understand me, understand like where I was coming from. And I started to be more accepting of mm-hmm. this is just my path. Yeah. Um, but I would say that, um, you know, fast forward to COVID now, um, 
there was just a lot of things that I felt were off with, you know, just the things that we were being told and stuff like that. And so one day, you know, I decided that I was going to start my own Instagram account. Mm -hmm. And at the time I just was pissed. Yeah. I was pissed. Uh, And so it just, I just went on there I created an account and I just said one pissed mama and it was available. And I said, cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to, we're just going to go for it. And for me, it allowed me truly to speak my truth. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a way to, I didn't tell people about it. Uh There's actually, I have many fam, most of my family. Um, and I even have some really good friends that still don't even know that Uh I actually have an account or like that I've been talking or anything. And so, um, yeah, I just, I just wanted to come from a place of like teaching people Mm -hmm. or like having discussions. Well, and that's what I was going to say. It's like, there's so many, you know, you mentioned that you want to help people. You want to teach people. Like there's so many ways to do that. You don't have to be on that one path. I mean, you just got me thinking I did a, a training last year. Yeah. In 2021, um, for to be um, kind of like a advocate, this advocate program. And I thought, oh, this will be great, blah, blah, blah. And then after I completed the training and really understood what it was, I was like, no, this is not for me. Yeah. And so, you know, I just said, hey, you know what? I've, I've really come to the conclusion that this is too much of an ask or too much of a, too big of a responsibility yeah. for me to do right now. I mean, I certainly felt bad, but ultimately once I said that and said, Hey, this is, I'm not going to be able to commit to this. I felt so much better. I was yeah. Like, oh my God, I'm it's free. like a release. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it was so nice yes. to recognize that. But that's yeah. what I was saying. Like, you know, so many people go through things like that, where you think something is going to be exactly what you want. And then you get into it and you're like, Oh my gosh, this really isn't for me after all. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I, I have learned though, over time that, you know, there, like you were saying, there are different ways that people can help others. Oh, and so I have taken, I feel like a lot of the things that I have done and researched and shared has helped others. Oh, And so I've, I've, I've felt that and I've had people say, thank you so much. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just, it's, it's really eye-opening how, you know, with the right perspective, you can, you can actually help other people too, without yeah. having to be the nurse. You could, yeah. you know, answer questions and, and I don't know. Stuff like that. Well, and I think one of the things that's great about about what you're doing and the things that you share is that it's there's we're in this information age Mm -hmm. right now where there's so much information and it's literally exhausting. Oh yeah, because there's so much information, and so number one, it's great because you can literally like I was just saying before we started recording, like oh my god, I use Google for everything. Like yeah. I just Google this, Google that, and yeah. then I laugh at my Google history because I'm like, <laughs> wow, I Google a lot of things. But then it's also, well, what do you believe? Like what, Google has all these articles, so right. like which one is correct? I mean, even recipes, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you Google a recipe, and there's a million recipes for the same thing, and then I'm like. So should I bake it at 350 or 425? Right, I mean, that's right. a significant difference. So, yes. uh, I mean, there's so many things out there. So I think it's so overwhelming. And I think a lot of people get very overwhelmed. And as a result, I mean, you see it anytime something major happens in the news, oh, right? Yeah. There's people just reposting, 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 oh, reposting. Yeah. And then it cut, turns out that whatever people started reposting, like, isn't even true. Right, right, right. And so it's like, oh gosh. And then people are like, well, I didn't know. And it's like, yeah, nobody knew because nobody bothered to actually like research. Like, 
I mean, there's this one gal that I follow and I love her stance on anything that's going on is because she's always like, I'm going to wait a couple days because mm-hmm. I want to see what happens. Like, so that's I'm going to wait a couple smart. days and then I will give you, because people will like start messaging her. What do you think about, what do you think? What do you think? What do you yeah. think? She's like, all I know is literally what you know right now, which right. is the tip of the iceberg. So right. let's see what happens in a couple of days. Right. That's actually uh, a smart way of looking at it. Yeah. I mean, and it's so, I think it's so, yeah, it's smart. That's literally the only thing you can say because we don't know. Exactly. And we're only shown certain things or certain headlines. I mean, even, um, I don't know how accurate this is now, but I remember for a while, especially with like celebrity deaths or something. Cause mm-hmm. remember when it was real popular a few years ago for there to be like these celebrity death hoaxes and it was like, all of a sudden it'd be like, Oh my God, so-and-so died. But then you're like, wait, it's re- reported by some weird ass website. And right. so people were like, I'm only going to believe it if TMZ posted oh, because yeah. they're like founded by yes. lawyers or something. Yeah. So they had all this stuff in place. So I remember I would always just go to TMZ first and be like, are they saying it? Did that person, did that <laughs> what really they say happen? about it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think that that was a huge learning curve for me too. Mm-hmm. You know, when I would start to post and you know, I didn't, I just, I just started posting without announcing it to anybody. Yeah. And I just wanted people to come organically. Like sure. if you wanted to come great. And yeah. I think that it, it picked up my first one picked up yeah. pretty quick. Um, yeah, and I was like, wow, like 10,000 people. I did. Right? I got I think that was close one of the to first 200. You were, you were, you were pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> You've been there with me and I appreciate your support. Um, but, and then it just, with the amount of, you know, what I was going to say was, you know, I had to learn a lot along the way, mm-hmm. you know, like finding reputable sources, right, finding right. actual research. Yeah. Like it took a lot of work. Yeah. It took a lot of work where you're like, but that, that doesn't make sense. Let's go somewhere else. Let's look, let's. And so I have had to learn and sometimes I would post things and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. was wrong. But I, I wanted to own that. I really wanted to be totally myself, really authentic, and and own anything, like own my own mistakes. Well, and I think you that's, know? that's also so important, that level of authenticity, because I think that that's something that builds trust, right? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you can say like, oh, I mean, I think we're even seeing it now with some people as more and more information comes out about all the things that have gone on over the last couple of years. And some people are like, oh, wow, like I, I, owe, I owe a lot of apologies to people because I was dying on this hill and now we've found out that it, right. this isn't. Um, so I think one of the things that's important to, you know, discuss or just to like say is like you are very much freedom based. And I think that's why you and me Very much. clicked from the beginning because it wasn't about political sides. It wasn't about, you know, Oh, doing this or doing that. It was more about like freedom mm-hmm. and the freedom that we are given or that we have and that we're as Americans. Americans right. Exactly. And, um, I mean, I've always been incredibly patriotic. I'm a huge supporter of our military. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my dad's a Vietnam vet from the 101st airborne in the army. And I think that's like so wonderful. Yes. Um, so I think, you know, that the freedoms that we have as Americans should be like fought for over and over and of over course. again. I agree. Um, so that's, you know, been 
interesting to watch over the last few years as we've, you know, seen it range from, you know, the, are people choosing or not choosing to get vaccinated? Are oh, yeah. people, you know, with the abortion topic coming back oh, up? Oh, yeah. It's like um, every, there's every topic. It, and, and, you know, the crazy part about it is it's like, it's amazing to me how polarizing everything is these days. Absolutely. Like you cannot just be on, you can't just be pro-life or pro-choice. You, you just, you like nobody can say anything cause you're just, you're, you're either a bad person or you're a good person or, yeah. or no, you're bad or you're bad. It doesn't even, yeah. there's like, no, there's no like middle ground. And so it's just, it's becomes, and then like when you just watch some things, you're just thinking, is this ever going to get any better? <laughs> I know it is. It is insane when you think about it like that. And that's, it's funny because I feel like this, the more conversations that I have and it's, that's the thing that keeps coming up is it's like, we're in this period of time where it's either A or it's B and you're damned if you do and damned if you don't, depending on who you're talking to. It's right. Like, or, or everybody is like forced to choose a side. It's like, there can no longer be like, well, yeah. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about this. Right. Or I lean this way, you know, like I'm more where I'm like, I don't want, I don't want anybody but me in charge of how I spend my money or of, of what I do with my body of what I choose for my health. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's almost like, well, but you have to choose. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to choose. I, I want to own my, my Myself. autonomy. I want to right. be in charge of me. Totally. And I feel like most people at the end of the day want that too. I think that's what everybody wants. I mean, but I don't think that people just realize, like they don't, I don't think people really know how to get there. Yeah. I think they get too caught up in like just big topics. Yeah. You know that, and, and politics is so dirty. I mean, I th I think everybody could possibly say at some point they were to the point in their lives where they were like, oh, we don't, I don't talk politics. Yeah. Like, I used to say it all the time. Oh, totally. I'd be like, oh, I don't, no, I don't. If somebody, I was always yeah, it was like, never you know, a you thing. Don't talk about, you don't talk about money and you don't talk about politics <laughs> unless it's like with your family or your yes. significant other, like yes. very, very Yes, tight like you don't talk about it. And here we are, like that's the only, only thing, thing yeah. that is out there. I know it's totally and you have wild. to pick and you have to pick sides and, yeah. and it's just, it's every day I scratch my head and I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, it's just, it's mind blowing. Yeah. And so I will say though, that I, one of the things for me is I, I, I can have pretty strong opinions about a lot of things. Sure. Um, and I know that about myself, but I want to hear, I've always wanted to hear somebody else's perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And so I have always, since day one that I've been out speaking and talking about things, like I'm always looking for that DM that says, I see it differently. Mm -hmm. I, I thrive off of somebody who goes, I just don't agree with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Most 95% of the time people agree with me. Mm -hmm. On whatever it is, otherwise they probably wouldn't follow me. Sure. Um, but in my ideal situation, I would love if most of my DMs were like, I just I see it differently. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't see it that way. Because I think that's what challenges me to see people, you know, just 
like, okay, it's not, I'm not always right. It's not yeah. just my way of thinking or what my way of living. Like, I want to know like, oh, that makes sense. Well, and they kind of talk too, where like some, you know, there's so many people these days who have only surrounded themselves with people who are like-minded. So essentially they're just in these echo chambers exactly. where, you know, you say something, everybody's like, yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's not how life is. I mean, I've, I think I've said this now on every single podcast that I've put out there is that like, we're not all meant to be carbon copies of one another. Right. So we should have differences of opinions on many things. It's just, we're, it's unfortunate that it's, it's, it's just like, there's these two camps and you have to be 100% with one or 100% with the other when that just isn't, isn't logical right? because there are so many different topics that roll up under these things. And the majority of us don't agree with everything that, you know, everything totally. on this list or everything oh, yeah. on that list. Oh yeah. That's the reason why they're, you know, the independents are probably looking at it, the world going, are we, are we serious right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I do think that most people are probably towards the middle. Yeah. You know, they're more, they might lean a certain way, but now I, I but I feel like lately it's just like been to the extremes. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, we're a mess. I mean, I remember before all of this, like, so before 2020, if anybody were to ever ask me, like, you know, where are you, like, politically? And I'd always say, like, I'm, like, fiscally conservative, right? Like, I want to You know, a lot of people, a lot of people say A lot of people say that. I'm fiscally conservative, but, like, I'm socially more liberal. Like, I don't care who you fuck. I don't care who you want to (laughs) marry. Like, I don't care what you're doing in the privacy of your own home. Like, I literally don't care because I don't want people to, to care that about me. Right. I don't want anybody to have an opinion on the way that I choose to live, to life, live yeah. my life. And I mean, I've, and I think that that's something that's been very, very long standing with me. Like I always say, you know, to my friends, like, unless you're being like physically or emotionally hurt mm-hmm. by another person in your life, or if you're doing dangerous things to yourself, you do you, right? Like, I will be your biggest cheerleader. I might go, wow, I would never choose that. <laughs> right. But I would hope that most of my friends would say the same things about right. me. Like, like, wow, you're going off and doing that. Like I would never do that. Cool. Well, I'm going to go and I'll right. send you a photo. <laughs> right. Right. I'll let you know how it is when I get back. Totally. Um, but I think that's like the beauty of life. Mm-hmm. But now it's so crazy. I mean, kind of like what you said earlier about, you know, politics being so at the forefront of everything. Everything. I mean, I I never thought too much. It wasn't really anything that I would talk about. Obviously, like when election times would roll around, I'd be like, okay, let me do, let me read up on these candidates and let me see like what makes sense for, or what are these propositions I want to vote for or yeah. not vote for or whatever. Um, but I didn't feel like it really trickled so much into my personal life, into my like, you know, or my, my, uh, love life rather, right. you know, and now it's very much at the <laughs> forefront, it is. which it is. is so crazy to me, but it's also sometimes when I see certain things or somebody says something, it's either like, we just agree to disagree, which I think is wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely have friends who are way, way, way on opposite ends of some of the topics that, that I'm, you know, on the other side of. But it's totally okay because mm-hmm. we can still be friends. Right. And But that's the beauty of it. Yeah. There's so many that don't do that. They yeah. kind of, you know, they just alienate that that person and be like, well, we just, if we don't have the same outlook on life, then, I mean, think of how much there is to learn from somebody who actually doesn't think like you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and 
that's what, those are my favorite. Those are my favorite when I actually learn something from somebody else. Oh my gosh, it's the best. It's It's funny, I was texting with one of my girlfriends last night who recently got a new job. And I was saying like, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, it's going really well. She's like, but it's so different from my last company where my last company was like a lot of like millennials and everybody was like really cool and hip. And she's like, this company's a little bit more, she's like, everybody's so smart. There's like PhDs and MBAs. She's like, oh, I'm definitely like the dumbest person here. And I'm like, that's the best place to be because she's brilliant. Right. But I'm like, if you actually feel that way, like think about how much you're going to learn and how yeah, quickly you're how much growth learn. you're going to have. Totally. Yeah. And that's what I said. I mean, I, at my current company, I am probably one of the older people or like one of the oldest people there, which makes me laugh. Um, just because it does. Cause mm-hmm. I came from a, a massive company where there was like, you know, people in their seventies still right. working there. Right. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm just a kid. <laughs> and now I'm like, wow, I'm older than a lot of you, but I love it because so many, there's so many really smart people and a lot of them are a lot younger than me, but I learn from them all the time. And that to me, I think has accelerated my growth as a leader, as a businesswoman, and just in my approach to so many different things. Yeah. So good for you. I love it. Yeah. I'm like, I'll proudly be the dummy in the room. Like (laughs) teach me things. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, every day I'm looking for that. I'm always, that's the reason why I do a lot of question boxes or I'll do a lot of, um, what are your thoughts on this topic? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, as I'm reading, um, you know, I'm thinking, Oh, like, did I really post this stuff? I'm Uh like, okay, let's, so I always have to do like a precursor, like, okay, we're going to have different opinions here. Yeah. Like you may not like the other opinion, but I am going to display both of them because uh-huh. I truly think I want people to see, even if I don't agree with it, I want people to see, you know, yeah. the, that here, here's what somebody thinks about that. But here's, here's another outlook. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, have the discussion, see things from different perspectives. Well, and I think you know, it's it, good too, because just because somebody has a different perspective than you or somebody vehemently disagrees with you on a certain topic mm-hmm. to where you might be like, I cannot literally believe that you think that is true. Right. But it doesn't mean that they're bad people. Oh, totally. And I think that that's where things have gotten lost too, is that there's become so much hate. Oh, it's when it's terrible. People have a difference of opinion mm-hmm. and it's like, wait a minute, like, of us cannot think that the other 50% of us are these evil trolls that are just awful human beings. Right. Exactly. So I know. And that's the thing is like, I, I, it doesn't matter what, where, what spectrum you, you are. We're all trying to, we're all on our different paths. Mm -hmm. We're all learning every day. And for some reason, social media has, is out of, it's, it's just, made everything 10 times worse. And I, you know, I can say that I think a lot of like big accounts are, are the big culprit to a lot of the stuff that's Mm -hmm. going on. They like to, they like to just, I don't know. Sometimes when they say things, you're like, Mm -hmm. did you have to say that? Like, do you know that you literally just divided like half the population? Right. Just, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's so polarizing. And I've actually started to like kind of cut back on a lot of things because I don't really want to be like that. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know. It's just such a learning process. It is. It, I mean, it is. And then even like within, you know, you can, you can look at certain people on one side of something. And then like, even within there, there's people who are like, Oh, well, I don't like this, this part of our group. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's very, yeah. Crazy. But, um, I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. 
I've been more aware of things just just in my own character, learning just about myself. Yeah. And so it's been it's been really good. What do you think the biggest key learning about yourself has been over the last I guess probably just even since January. I mean, the last couple of years, but I mean, I think that that's probably, you know, getting let go and now saying, okay, well, who am I without this job? Who right. am I without this career, without this like part of my life and these people? Right. What's that been like, that journey? Um, it's, it's been good. Like I love, you know, I always, sometimes I always wonder if things happen for a reason because, mm-hmm. you know, at the time I got let go. It was mm-hmm. also the time that my daughter was starting softball and she had games every weekend. Aww. I would have missed it. So, you know, it's just, if I had worked, uh-huh. you know, I would have missed a lot of her games. And I loved seeing her play. And I was like, that's so weird that literally like the next weekend after her game started. Oh, yeah. So it was just, you know, I've learned that maybe things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've grown so much, I would say, in my life, probably the past five years, like accepting mm-hmm. me leaving nursing. Mm-hmm. Um, and never know, like never knowing really what where that could lead. Sure. You know, like if I went back or not, and what else would I do or, you know, things like that. And um, I would say another huge lesson that I've learned or that I've been more aware of is just really to see different sides to different things, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, and, and to share those, those, the other side, Yeah. you know, to be kind of fair. No, I think that's great. I mean, one thing that I, I've tried to do for quite a long time is like reverse the situation, right? Typically that's in a personal life type situation where, you know, my feelings are hurt or, or I'm about to do something like say if I'm going to back out of plans and kind of say like, okay, well, let me flip the situation around. Like, how would I feel if this was happening to me? And trying to like, look at things from like all different perspectives. Yes, yes, exactly. Because that's where I think a lot of people get lost and they just sit there and like, oh my God, but like me, 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 I'm feeling this way. Without thinking about like, well, like what if something's going on in their own life or what if, yeah. 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 And that's what's, you know, I, I, I have a team of about 14 people and one of the you know one of the responsibilities I've placed on myself is you know not only being a good leader obviously that's obvious I think but also like at teaching them like hey these are the perspectives of which I'm looking at all of these things or I'm looking at this situation I'm looking at it from this perspective from this perspective yes. from that perspective so it's not just like the singular view right. for us to get where we need to go or for why I made a decision mm-hmm. because there's so many things that come into play. And I think the more that we can learn about ourselves and how we kind of like work through those different times, the the better. I just, I mean, it's funny because when I started off this podcast, like self-awareness was, I think the biggest topic. Yeah. Because I had gone through such a journey this year and I, I had really committed to myself to understanding myself and like why I feel the way I do and letting myself feel all the emotions. And I think it's so important because then you can recognize why you're responding the way that you are or oh, why yeah. something's making you feel a certain way or how you're reacting. I don't know. Yeah, totally. So it's, yeah, uh, I've had, you know, I would say... I've had some awareness, like those epiphany things where, you know, it's just spending too much time on social media. Oh yeah. Neglecting a lot of things Mm -hmm. or, 
maybe paying attention, should have been paying attention more to other things, areas of your life or whatever it is. And, you know, I think the past few months I've kind of realized like, you know, this is not, this is not the whole thing, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's been, you know, a lot of just little changes too. And, and you know, it's going good. That's good. Yeah. So now given that we're now at a place where we're seeing, you know, mandates being dropped as far as the vaccine goes Mm -hmm. and, you know, companies, and I certainly know there's like nursing shortages, medical staffing shortages, Mm -hmm. and I've also seen companies who have started asking back employees who they let go, who chose to not get a vaccine has that have any of those things come your way no interesting I've heard nothing I'm also you know in California yeah and you know I think everything's a little bit harder in California with a lot of these things um but no I haven't heard anything have you thought about what you would do were they to call you and ask you to come back I don't think I would yeah I mean I can't say no because I'm not in that situation but Mm -hmm. I don't think I would yeah. But I think at the time I'd have to evaluate my life and, yeah, and, see. and see. Yeah. So have you thought about what it is, what, what is like the next like two to five years look like and what are there, like, do you have any, Oh my gosh, that's, things that's that a you want to dive into? Oh gosh. I don't know. I think I want to start looking to see if there is something for nursing something that would make me happy. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was like a lot of the, 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 what I really loved about the past few years with, you know, me starting my account and like talking about things was mm-hmm. it allowed me to help teach mm-hmm. and it like allowed me to help see and like from like a, a nursing perspective, that's not in mm-hmm. nursing uh-huh. that I can see, I can see I've worked as the nurse and I've worked as the medical assistant and now there's like this disconnect now between the patient and uh-huh. the system. So I, I can see that nurses are amazing, hardworking, badass people who mm-hmm. are amazed. Like I, oh, hell yeah. one of my best friends, is they are, they work their ass off. saved my life. Oh yeah. They, like, they yeah. are like true heroes in the hospital. Totally. Um, and then I can see the nervous, I'm scared. I don't want to go to see the doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see that perspective. And so I think that there has been a little bit of like more advocacy for, you know, understanding like this is, this is the healthcare side. And then here's the patient side. Yeah. And like we're... Bridging that gap. For, for, yeah, exactly. And because I'm not in it. Like, right. I think a lot of people don't want to talk because they're actually in that. Mm. They're they, they, mm-hmm. at a fear of like being fired or, sure. you know, it coming back to haunt them or something like that. And because I was out of work, you know, it allowed me to be a lot more free. Yeah. You know, it was like, okay, well, nobody owns me. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to worry about. So let's talk about things and let's see the different perspectives when it comes to healthcare. Yeah. You know? So, um, but, so I think that it's think helped me. have a little me. like consulting business idea, like <laughs> oh my gosh. on the cusp of it right here. Gosh, I don't know. So I don't really know where it, where it leads, but you know, every day's a new, a new day and you never know what it'll bring. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think that you're onto something because I know, you know, I'm the type of person where I, 
you know, there's, there's people who, who will be like, oh, I never go to the doctor. And I'm like, okay, but what if you don't feel well, you right, know, right. Oh, we'll just power through and then blah, blah, Where I'm always like more proactive where yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get my skin checked every yeah. year. I'm going to go to the dentist every six months. Right. I'm going to go to the doctor and get an annual physical. Right. And I want you to do the blood work. I want to make sure everything on the inside yeah. is working as it's supposed yeah. to. Um, so I don't necessarily like have a fear of it. I more have a fear of not because then I'm like, oh God, what if I haven't what been if? in a couple of years and what if right. there's something festering that I never right. knew about? Right. Um, but I think that for those people who aren't like me, having just a resource of somebody, I mean, gosh, I probably have three different nurse friends that I cycle between asking questions yeah, ranging from literally like, Hey, this is going on in my, you know what, to like, why do I have this headache? Yeah. Or like, what is, what does this mean? These or are my, my symptoms. What does yeah, this mean? Is this something I should go to the doctor for? Or... Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had some blood work back in March and there was a couple of things. So I'm like screenshotting it. Yeah. Like texting. I'm like, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this one mean? Why does this look, is this, look at how high this is. And yeah. she's like, you're fine. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay. Okay. okay good. <laughs> It's always good to have like a resource, yeah. you know, like, like I always thought it'd be really cool to have a lawyer. Yeah. Like, right. like somebody, like a really, they, a really close friend that's a lawyer. Cause mm-hmm. then like everything that's happened, I'm always like, is this, yeah. is this legal? Yeah. Like I want to know without having to like look it up and like hear a thousand stories. Like it'd be nice to have a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be nice to, you know, all the friends. Right. Uh, I know. All the friends just have like their own, tra- like, uh, you know, like a, a hairdresser. Everybody has a hairdresser, but. Um, you know, just a masseuse or oh like a gosh. cook, like, right? okay, let's get together at the cook. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know yeah. it is. It is great to have a diverse group yes. of friends so you can reach out yes. and be like, Hey, does this look good? Everything yes. okay yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but we'll see how, we'll see what my future take, you know, where it takes me. Yeah. You know, but yeah. for now it's. It's been good. My kids are really busy, really busy. I drive a lot. I'm always in the car because <laughs> I have to take my daughter 30 minutes each way to school. Oh, okay. And I do that twice. And then my other one, she does, you know, basketball and my youngest does soccer now. And it's like weekends and then like after school. And so I'm, I'm pretty busy. Yeah. You know, I usually middle of my day, I have some time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I was um, visiting with a friend a couple of weekends ago, my friend Jen, who was on the podcast a couple of weekends yeah, ago. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, and we went, we were on our way to dinner and she's like, hey, we're going to swing by my niece's volleyball game. And I was like, cool, I play volleyball. I love watching volleyball. I don't care what level it's at, you know? So we walk into the gym and then all of a sudden I realize, I go, wait a minute, it's Saturday. Why are they having a volleyball game on Saturday? And she's like, I don't know. That's when they have their games on, like on the weekends now. And I'm just thinking... That is so different than when I was a kid. We had our volleyball games on like Tuesdays and Thursdays or Mondays yeah. and Wednesdays or something. But weekends were not for, I mean, maybe we had practice or like we had a tournament, obviously, like that yeah. was over a weekend. But it wasn't like my, you know, our game against the rival high school was on Saturday night at six o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I can, I mean, I, I really give props to all of you parents who have kids in sports because I feel like it's a full-time it job. It is. It's, I don't, you know, them. I always wonder how parents who work yeah. do all of it and they, they manage too and it's, yeah. they're amazing. Oh my gosh, I know. It's crazy. I mean, I remember when COVID first hit and we all got sent home, um, you know, I called all of the parents on my team into a meeting one day and I just said, hey, look. 
I know that we have no idea what the hell is going on. I know now you're not only a full-time you know, member of this company, but now you're also a full-time teacher and a full-time like caregiver because your kids are at home. Right. So manage your day as you need to. I know you have to balance it with, you know, either your significant other or if you have other family members, but don't feel like I'm expecting you to be chained to your desk that you've set up in your kitchen. Yes. (laughs) You know, while all of this gets sorted out because... Nobody, I remember one of my girlfriends in Texas called me because they were doing, you know, obviously like everybody, they're teaching their kids at home and helping their kids. Oh yeah. And I said, how are you guys managing? And she was like, well, we're kind of like trading off like every couple hours, like working with the kids or working, working. Yeah. And she was like, but you'll laugh. She's like, D came upstairs the other day after 30 minutes and he looked at me and was like, yeah, I'm good on sixth grade math. I don't know what's going on <laughs> yeah, with that. Uh, no. Well, especially the way they teach it now with Common Core. Uh, yeah. I, I'm like, I can help my daughter and my, my kids, but I'm like, if you want me to learn the way that they're, if you want me to help you with the way they're doing it now, no. Like, yeah. we're carrying the one. Yes, here, okay? yes, we're still like, carrying, we're carrying the, one. the one. And then you're going to go to school and they're going to say, no, we're not doing that way. Like, that's the only way I know how yeah. to do math. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've seen some of that. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. And I was, I'm like really good at math. Yeah. Or I love math. I, I, mean, love, I math. love math too. I would say I am slash was, I mean, I do have my calculator pinned to my, you know, toolbar on my computer, but it's cause I got so used to, to so used to it. Yeah. Although I learned something this year from TikTok that it still is like one of the most fascinating things that I've learned. And I love telling people about this cause a lot of people like didn't know it. Um, did you know that percentages are reversible? And so what I mean by that is if you were going to say like 8% of 25 is the same as 25% of eight. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like the coolest thing ever. Oh. Cause then it becomes You'll so have, easy. You do that on the calculator no, or just doing it. Well, like, okay. So 25% of eight, right? That's easy. Cause that's two, but 8% of 25 is also two. Oh, right. That's crazy. Good party trick. That is a party trick. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I was going to say your friend, Jen. Mm-hmm. I was, remember I said, I sent you a text and I said, yeah. oh, remember how she reminded me to tell you the story and I forgot oh, to yeah. tell you. I would just say really quick, you know, there was a time in, in, when, during the podcast when she was talking about, or I, I don't remember if you brought it up or how it was, but it was the, about being honest mm-hmm. with cops, you know, like, oh, they yeah, get, yeah. you know, when you get pulled over, just. Yeah. Just do. Just be honest. Just, if you know just you be honest. 90, if you are speeding, say just say it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. there's they, like, that's what they want. They're looking for you. Just come on. Yeah. Like, just be honest. Right. Yeah. So I remember it was so funny. I was driving to Tahoe with my husband and I was reading a magazine and literally I was reading, it was about, like, it was so long ago, but it was about, um, you know, it was an interview or something like that, an article about a cop. And he was talking about like, you know, things when you get pulled over and stuff like that. And literally I'm reading this and it was saying like, just, you know, one of the best things you can do is just, just be honest. Yeah. Like list, listen, listen, and just be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you, if you're speeding, just own it. If you ran yeah. the, ran the stop sign, own it. Yeah. Okay. We know what you did pretty much. So yeah, like yeah. just at this point, own it. Yeah. So, um, I was reading that and then all of a sudden my husband got pulled over. Oh no. Literally. You're like, and I, I'm <laughs> reading it. I'm reading it. And I'm like, and he was going, he was speeding. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, when they ask you, be honest. Yeah. So here comes, you know, the police officer comes around and 
He's like, you know, I caught you for speeding. Do you know how fast you were going? And he said, I know I was going over speed, but I was going about 80 or at yeah. the time, I don't know. It was over the speed limit. He was, and he basically just said, okay. He said, you know, there's been a lot of deer and like accidents, you know, oh, accidents yeah. going on. Just please don't speed when you're in this area. And we got off. Yeah. But it's like, that's the thing. Like, it's yeah. just so funny how I was literally just reading it. And uh, then all of a sudden he gets pulled over. Yeah. And it's like, when you're honest. Yeah. Look what happens, you know? No, it's true. I mean, like, well, I wasn't kidding when I said I've got pulled over four times for riding in the yeah. carpool lane. And every single time I have been honest, cause like I knew what I was doing yeah. and like the most recent one, I was like, there's no way I'm getting out of this. Like, you know, God has smiled upon me yeah. three times. <laughs> there's no way I'm getting out of yeah. this one. And, but what had happened was I was going on to the freeway in, and the, it was kind of like a, a, like a circular, like on ramp yeah. with two lanes. One was a carpool lane and one was the normal lane. And for whatever reason, it was like the middle of the day, but for whatever reason, the lights were on. And so the carpool lane was like being, you know, was legit at that time of day when normally it would have been just a two lane on ramp. Mm -hmm. Well, so I'm going in the carpool lane and then I realized that the flashing lights on. So I'm like, shit, I should move over. But there were so many cars both in both lanes that there was no way for me to move over because the car, the lane that I was in, those people were expecting to like keep going. Yeah. And this lane was so full of cars that like, I wouldn't have been able to get over. So I was just like, fuck it. I'll just go. So I did. And I got pulled over and the guy was so mad. I mean, this was also like probably late 2020 maybe. So Uh it was still like a lot of stuff was going on. So he pulls me over. He's yelling at me. He's like, do you know why I pulled you over? And I go, yeah. I go, because I came on to the freeway in the carpool lane and I'm clearly not a carpool. Right. And he's like, why did you do that if you knew what you were doing? And I said, honestly, I got on in that lane. And then when I realized that the light was on, there were so many cars in the other lane that I wasn't able to slide over. And the people behind me were expecting to go. So I just decided to go. Yeah. And so he's just yelling at me and yelling at me. And he's like, I'm going to let you go. He's like, but you need to know. He's like, with everything that's going on right now, people are crazy out here. He's like, we're getting, people are speeding. People are driving around with guns. He's like, if somebody, if you did that and the wrong person saw you and was pissed off, he's like, you just need to like be so careful. And I was like, thank you. I appreciate the advice. Like, I appreciate you looking out for me. I promise I will, no matter what time of the day, if I'm by myself, I will go in the normal lane. Right. But I mean, he gave me an earful but he let me off I remember I called my mom and I was like oh my god guess what and she's like what and I was like I just got pulled over again for the carpool lane she's like did you finally get a ticket I was like no I actually <laughs> didn't like what yeah I've gotten I've gotten off a few too I've gotten off three and every single time I, yeah. I just was totally honest yeah I mean I got a fix it ticket one time for 10 to windows oh yeah I got a fix it ticket too and I also apparently you're not oh I was in the carpool lane <laughs> but I have a fast track. It was in the Bay Area. So I was like, well, I have a fast track. And yeah. you know, it, it said under construction. But I was like, but it still is a fast track lane. So he pulled me over and he's like, I was like, I have a fast track. Like smiling, like I have a fast track. <laughs> you give me a ticket, aren't you? And he didn't give me a ticket, but he gave me a fix it ticket because my ID wasn't, didn't have my correct address. Uh-huh. But I was like, dude, I'm literally moving. Like I was about to close escrow on this house. So I was like, you're going to make me change my address to my apartment to then change it again to, I was like, can I just buy you a coffee? He's like, that would be bribery, ma'am. I know. (laughs) It's like, okay, just give me the fix-it ticket then. Jeez. 
Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good, good times. times. Yeah. Yeah. But hey. <laughs> well, this was really awesome talking yeah. with you. It was so great to meet you and see you. I know. Finally. Finally. I know we've tried to get together multiple we have. times and our schedules have never aligned. So that's hopefully true. we can make it happen now yeah. that we have met. And yes. We're like, hey, okay, we are normal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are normal. <laughs> Well, um, if you want, you can share your Instagram handle if people want to check out. Oh, it's a uh, one pissed mama 3.0. All right. Yeah. 3.0. That 3. tells 0. you. That was my third one. Yes. <laughs> third the first two are censored. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, a whole other topic. We yeah. can sit and talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, everybody, as always, thank you for listening. And you can find me at round two podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. Don't make fun of me on TikTok, please. Just kidding. You totally can because I make fun of myself. (laughs) And uh, thanks again for listening and we will talk to you next week. Bye.